Irresistible Desire Novel Audiobook Chapter 1 Gabriel's POV Don't worry dad, I'm going to find someone to take care of you. I said as I helped him climb the stairs and opened the door of his room for him. I watched my dad enter his room and shut the door. I walked down the stairs and sat on the bed slowly. I heard a knock on the door and frowned. I glanced at the clock on the wall and cringed. Walking towards the door, I opened it immediately and Tony entered with a smile. I had the urge to come to your house. He muttered with a bright smile. It's still early. Didn't expect you'd come so early. I replied, managing to smile a bit. Tony went straight to the sofa and sat comfortably on it. I closed the door and walked to the sofa facing him. I just came to check up on your dad. He said as I sat down. I lifted up his head and smiled at him. A genuine smile that momentarily eased the tired lines of my face. He's fine for now. I replied. Don't worry. He'll always be fine. Tony promised softly. Of course. He would. I found my voice after some few seconds of silence. I'm worried. The doctor said he's likely to have a cardiac arrest as his condition worsened and I'm scared of losing him. I bit my lips uncertainty. He countered with a frown. I was certain that he didn't believe that I cared about his father. We had been childhood friends and my father abandoned me when I was six years old. He relocated to England and later came back to New York after a failed adoption. I didn't get to meet my mother. She died while giving birth to me which made my father hate me. He managed to smile at me battling with the rage inside of him. Gabriel, do you realize that your father abandoned you and moved in with your stepmother? Tony asked, a little grin on his face. I don't remember. Did he? I ventured cautiously. He scoffed. Really? Tony asked. Annoyed. He let out a little sigh. Still upset about my reply. I just want to have a good memory and not a bad one. I told him. You need someone to take care of your dad and that's why you need a girlfriend. He suggested and looked at me who also looked at him with an arched eyebrow. A girlfriend? I asked him. A little bit surprised by his suggestion and he nodded. Yes. I don't know why you broke up with Anna but she did seem like a nice person. Tony answered and I hissed. It was so ridiculous of me to date Anna. She was never my type of woman. Anna was never a sex addict like me. She just wanted love. I'm not in love. I don't even fall in love. I didn't come to this life to love a woman foolishly. I came to enjoy it. I explained. I call it foolishness. He replied with a smirk. I wore a disappointed look but managed to continue the discussion. So what's your definition of life? I asked. He scratched his head and ran his hands through his curly hair. Well, life is having the determination to succeed. He answered and I let out a slight chuckle. My cheeks began to hurt as I started laughing till he became embarrassed. What the fuck are you laughing at me for? He asked. With all your determination, you ended up as a waiter in Horm's Eatery. I was expecting you to live a billionaire's life like me. I mocked and he stood up. Your life is all about sex. You want to have fun with almost all the women you've met and it's bad that you dump them after using them. He said. My jaw hardened stubbornly. 
My smile was beginning to feel a little frozen. Yes, life's all about having fun and sex happens to be my daily activity. Let's talk about something else. I said. That's better. He gave me a crooked smile and sat down on the sofa. My eyes darkened and he frowned. You are right. Maybe I need someone to take care of me and my dad. I don't need a girlfriend. His lush lower lips quivered slightly. Well someone, do you mean a guy? Tony asked desperately. A smile plastered on my face. A lady with curves and natural beauty. I mean a lady blessed with the fruits of this world. I answered. I found three packets of condom in your wardrobe the last time I came. I'm sure you've used all of them. Satan would be welcoming you anytime soon to his palace. Tony retorted and I laughed. Well, you told me about your friend who lost both parents in an accident and I think I've met her only once. She seems like the curvy type. I can't really remember her face. She's not interested. Tony retorted with a frown. I wonder who's worse. You are keeping female friends yet you say I'm bad. I said, a devilish grin on my face. I don't sleep with them. I keep my big rod in my pants. Tony snapped. There was no need of adding big. You and I know it's smaller than a pants cover. Why do you think Lily left you? She actually couldn't cope with that flash rib down there. I fired back. Standing up. Time to leave. Motherfucker. I added. Jokingly. You should probably stay away from Leah. She doesn't need someone like you. He replied. Oh. Her name's Leah. She stays in your apartment so I'm definitely seeing her. Look. Leah can't let you have sex with her. She's the not so horny type. Tony said. Well. I'll look for someone else. I can't be living with someone who can't help me when I need help. I replied with a grin. You should start going. I'll be going to the club soon. Not until you answer my question. He paused and stared at me. What do you need her for? The whole idea was taking care of your dad but you are bringing up sex. Yeah. Actually I think the person I should look for should do both. Satisfy me and my dad. I replied as Tony stood up. You are sick in the head. He insulted and walked outside of my house angrily slamming the door. I laughed at his ignorance and locked the door. I brought out a bottle of alcohol and gulped down its contents. I dropped the empty bottle on top of the fridge. It's time to meet some girls. I muttered and laughed. Climbing the stairs anxiously. Dad, I'll be home soon. If you need anything. Don't hesitate to stop imagining you need anything. I joked and walked into my room. I walked to the mirror and brushed my hair. Tony's such a bastard. He doesn't want to enjoy life. I said to myself and opened my drawer. Might get naughty tonight. I added and brought out a packet of condoms from the drawer. I quickly kept it in my pocket. Welcome to download the Brava Novel APP. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates.